0: This is Wow. What a week. What a week. Polytrix. Welcome back to Wow What a Week hashtag Polytrix. If we named a road after our next guest, it wouldn't be a major highway, or anything of that sort for that matter. It would probably be something straight, short, and to the point. Not because we don't value him, but because that's how he helps us understand politics. Please give a warm welcome back to Butsang Mudimuame Muiilua. Another reason we wouldn't call it Butsang Mudimuame Muiilua drive because it would be a very long sign. <laughs> it will just be a B Bimuiilua drive. Because yeah? we're going to run out of Lele that We have to print your name on. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Morning Fresh and the the and the the Viewers, look, uh, they must now come and change John Foster Drive. You know, every time I go home and I have to drive through John Foster Drive into Centurion. Yes, sir. And I was telling people that should be renamed uh, Bozang Mui Drive. They might as well. Uh, You know, and they don't have to wait for me to die first and to recognize the contribution I've made to the country. But, yeah.
0: Winnie Mandela Drive long overdue. Let's talk about that.
1: Look, uh, I think it was a nice gesture, and and I saw the the political party, the EFF lambasting the ruling ANC to say, but it was our initiative, we don't claim glory for it. We started by wanting to name the Cape Town International Airport mm, first, mm. and it was rejected in Parliament, or the ANC did not support the EFF motion. And that's, again, where the problem is. Yes, this is Heritage Month. It is good that uh, Mama Winnie Mandela was honored by with a street name, uh, especially that... Uh, the former William Nicol, if people know who William Nicol is, you know, he was a typical fergrante, as they say in Africans, an mm. uh, Africaner who was pushing for. Africaner and African Africaner Nationalism. Yeah, he but
0: wasn't he one of the co founders of the Bruder Bond? Yes,
1: he's, he's one of the founders and funders of the Bruder Bond. Yeah. He was a, f- a very big figure in that. But look, Fresh, I, I, I've got a different political view. It's good for us to name streets and buildings after our historical leaders and, and so forth. Uh, but at, at, at what expense? Uh, first of all, loss of time. Years have passed. When Mama Winnie Mandela was alive, He was actually, she was actually being destroyed by her own former comrades and so forth. Things went very bad. We know the history of this count. And why do we take so long to can honor people who just renaming the street? Mm. I would be much more comfortable. And I'm not saying to South Africans we should not rename apartheid era streets and buildings. I'm not saying that. I would be much more. Happy if I see the government, whether it's at local, provincial, or national level, investing the monies in projects that would have made Mama Winnie Mandela very proud to say there's a scholarship or there's something, mm. there's a health clinic. We know that she was a social worker by profession. She was, you know, things that are last week, me and you, we spoke about social workers and social grants in the township. Have something in honor of improving grants to needy children who need social workers in the name of Winnie Mandela. That is much more tangible. It is good that when I pass William Nicol or drive through that street, I will not see those uh, William Nicol placards anymore. I will see Winnie Mandela drive. It's good and well, and it happened during the Heritage Month, but again for political parties to come and be bait. And that's another problem. You look at political parties saying, no, but it's me who raised the hand, it's not you. It was your member, but uh, we raised the hand. Mm. What nonsense is that? That mm. we, These political parties they still don't understand that we are supposed, or they are supposed to exist for the best interest of the nation mm. or the members or the community or the voters. Not to say who did this right, who did, yes, they can talk about who did what wrong, but if something is right, it doesn't matter who did it right. We should just embrace it as a nation.
0: There's a time and place for political point scoring.
1: A- a- exactly. Mm. And, and that's cheap point scoring to say who brought up that name. I mean, fighting over the name it's like the DA and ANC fighting over Nelson Mandela. You know, it is the DA that talks of Khalifa uh, Mandela more than the, the, the ANC these days. You know? um, they have They've, they've painted Nelson Mandela blue. Oh, ah, yes. And it's all well with that. You mm-hmm. understand? They've painted him blue. But, but these are the same people who are sitting in the, in the former Democratic Party, the former National Party, sitting now in the Democratic Alliance, who saw Mandela as a terrorist. And you know what people are going to say? But Bozang is mad. We have moved on. We are forgiven. The only forgiveness that Africans should accept from colonial settlers is the return of the land. If they don't do that and share in the wealth, of this country, all these symbolic gestures mm. that we are seeing, they are not actually honoring the liberation movement, struggle fighters, like Mewini Mandela. They are not honoring them by just renaming streets. Mm. I mean, you look at a giant like Robert Sobuke. Uh, what, what do we have? A few streets named after Robert Sobuke, one building at UNISA, a museum in Haleshi where he was banished, and, and, and that cell that is being called a house in the Roman island. And what else after that?
0: I mean, are we saying... And and like we said, uh, when they unveiled two statues of Madiba in the Eastern Cape, you know, it's all good. I'm um, 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 spending a couple of million on statues of Madiba in the, Eastern, in the Eastern Cape, but if people are not getting services, exactly, which is what Madiba stood for, stood for exactly, then you're doing nothing in his name. And that's why I'm even suggesting that what they could
1: be doing with this money. By the way, to change the name mm. of a street, it's, it's not only those placards and both. Mm. It's Google Maps. It's everything. It's everything mm. else. It's us now getting to get to know about that, and you know, people living in those streets and all that. But it's, look, it's all and well. I think we are focusing on non tangible issues as a country, where tangible things hmm. we are. I mean, even us as black people, we, we go and we name a squatter camp, we name Mandela's squatter camp understand? We we go and we create a squatter camp out of nothing, we call it Trizani, Winnie Mandela, and it's about the Euros. Even as we have a problem. Mm-hmm. We have a mental colonial problem. We see and associate ourselves as black people with poverty and squalor. And mm-hmm. and we need a paradigm shift of the mind from that.
0: Don't you think that the poor people or the landless people that are naming the squatter camps are, are after some of these um, 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 struggle heroes are doing it from a place of, a place of love. Yes, it's. Uh, I fully agree that, with that you. That we're not necessarily embracing where we live, but we want to take pride in the space we're in for now and name it after someone that meant a lot to us. If, a person we can relate to. If the government mm. would have done what
1: Winnie Mandela, Nelson Mandela, Chris Haney, and many others stood for. These people would not be living in Squatter Camps. In
0: the first place. In the first
1: place, Mm you understand? So what I'm saying, and, and I spoke before about townships, that we embrace townships so much that we forgot that townships, actually, are part of the 1913 apartheid-era land, you mm-hmm. know, land traps and all that. They're not meant to be a nice place. They're not meant to be a nice place. So mm-hmm. now, in a, in, in a supposed to be fair, glorified constitutional and democratic dispensation, we still build houses. Mm-hmm. It's good that we're building houses, low-income cost or so-called RDP houses, but we still build them. Why? Where? Mm. Where we think black people deserve to be. Mm. Because I can tell you less than 1% of white people are benefactors of low-cost income housing, even if they are poor, even if they... But they will not go and live in a place where it was formerly a squatter And This is also where the government dropped the ball. It started by identifying... Uh, places where people can live and build houses there. Now, what the government is doing wrong is they go and they look where people started a squatter camp, Mm. and then they go after some time to say, okay, deep flood has become a full residential area. Let's provide water, then electricity, then build houses at that same place, which was never meant to be Mm. a, a, a residential place. So what we are doing is... We are moving just like in the apartheid area. We are creating townships and locations. And and why? And, and people will fight with me. Why don't they build the so-called RDP houses or low-cost income in the government-owned land adjacent to the suburbs? Mm. Why do they still take it to Alexander, to Soweto, to, to Mothakeen? Why don't they build them in Centurion? You know, why don't they build in something Inside, why don't the government build inside something? So what, we are, what I'm saying is, we are actually recreating and endorsing the segmentation of people by class. And this mm-hmm. class in South Africa sadly is race. Mm-hmm. Because you don't find white people living in, in squatter camps or in RDP houses and all that, you know, informal settlements. No, you don't. So we are actually endorsing what has become a problem. We are, co- we, are we are continuing with what apartheid created. Mm-hmm. And people will say, no, but if they build RDP houses next to your mansion, your mansion is going to lose value. But that's not, the government is not, it's not supposed to care about the value of my house. Mm-hmm. The government is supposed to care about about service delivery, True. about making sure that
0: people live where the jobs live are, live
1: where the jobs are, live where the services are. Mm-hmm. You know, fresh. I and and I know. I hope the city of Tshwane doesn't get angry with me, but it's okay. I looked at at, at how the people in Sosha Nguve, will Old Bosch, Mami Lodi, and Atreshville and other surrounding areas of are The rubbish has never been collected since the strike.
0: Mm.
1: Where is they city of Tshwane? He's collecting rubbish every week. Mm. He's changing pubs. He's cleaning the streets every week now. Now that is discrimination. Mm. People can come and tell me that because I stay in St. Children, I'm a better person than somebody staying in Olive and Bosch. Oh, he's yes. still a human being, he's still a South African, he still pays rates and taxes. Even if my rates and rates and taxes, people must not say rates and taxes in townships are cheaper. No, 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 it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. The municipal bylaws are very clear. Rates and taxes are determined by the size of your structure, mm-hmm. not where uh, uh, you are located. So if somebody builds a 500 square meter house in Olive and Old Bosch, which is city of Tshwane, and another one based in Children, we are supposed to be paying the same rates and taxes. Mm-hmm. Why does the city of Tshwane make means mm-hmm. to collect? rubbish where I stay, and they don't make means to collect rubbish where my friends stay in
0: Attridgeville. Because you stay in an affluent area.
1: Why is it affluent? That's why I'm saying we perpetuated as a nation Mm. the discrimination regarding class, affluent, and race, and that's all race-based. You understand? There's floods in Cape Town. Did you see how the government reacted? Even the army is there. When it happened in KZ and where it was predominantly black people, Mm. people were crying to say, where's the army? bring in the army, the government delayed in Cape, the city of Cape, down in the Western Cape. It happens. Why? Because it impacted on white, privileged, affluent people. Mm-hmm. You know, even if there are blacks who benefit from that, but it's affluent ones. And we should call a spade a spade that the government of today, it is still endorsing the creations of the apartheid era in treating people in this country. It's where you stay and who you are.
0: Let's stay with Winnie Mandela Drive um, because uh, presiding over the opening of the drive was Mayor Guamanda. Yes. But that seems to have uh, caught uh, the ire of um, uh, water minister. Mkunu, yes, uh, Senzo yes. Mchunu. Uh, what's 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 happening
1: there? I I I think uh, in this instance, you know, uh, Guamanda is under attack from all sides, mm. and I think Minister Mkunu is wrong. And as a political head, he should be knowing that uh, a political office bearers they focus on matters like uh, presiding over uh, ceremonial events. So policy. for those that,
0: mix, that missed it though, why is Minister Kudu uh, upset at Mayor Guamanda?
1: Okay. Uh, uh, on the day that Mayor Guamanda was in, in Winnie Mandela Drive, yes. in Santin, is it Rivonia, wherever the place, Four is. To, to to preside mm. over the, the opening ceremony and the ribbon cutting of Winnie Mandela Drive, mm. there was a meeting because of the water crisis in the city of Jobek. We spoke mm. in the past about the water crisis in the city of the water levels are so low uh, mainly because of the lack of rainfall leaks and electricity problems there's there's a number of things why there's no water in major areas of johannesburg from midrand south into mm. the city itself so minister doing as the minister of water Affairs national was part of the meeting to resolve the water crisis in, in the city of Jobek, and the mm. mayor was not there. And he got very upset, and he was saying, how can the mayor not be here mm. when we are de- dealing with a very serious issue of water? Yes, the water issue is much more serious than opening a ceremonial event, but a mayor is a ceremonial person. That's what mm. the mayor does. Mm. A mayor wears those robes and chains and cuts ribbons. Uh, that's what they do. A mayor is not going to sit and determine why are the water levels very low mm. in Johannesburg, uh, and 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 that, that's work of of engineers and technocrats and, and there's MMCs for you know reconstruction whatever. Again, you can't come and blame a mayor who, who is holding on power by a threat for the last few months uh, for issues that actually, when you listen to and engin- read engineering reports, are historical. Yes. You know, if a reservoir of water for example around four ways was supposed to supply four ways and then and now suddenly the government we are now coming back to the issue of squatter camps mm. and and informal settlements and rgp houses now uh, I call it Danfen extension, mm-hmm. you know deep slout. I call it now Danfen extension came, mm-hmm. which have become bigger than Danfen. Then it means there's more no consumption of water. Mm-hmm. It means you need. So the government has failed. The local government in Joburg has failed to make provision for an added and increased number of residents who are consuming or using water in in Joubek. And mm-hmm. you can't come and blame a mayor for that when they failed. I mean, what could have? Mayor Guamanda done differently? Mm. Or what decision they could have done differently if Guamanda was sitting there? Mm. You could have just said, listen to these people talking technology and reservoirs and the pressure of water and the not clean water and all those. It would have not made a difference. So I just think Minister Mkunu, Senzo was actually out of order. The mayor was doing his job. You see, what the mayor was doing that day, mm. it's part of his job. Absolutely. He was supposed to do that. The, 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 the minister was supposed to talk to an MMC mm who is responsible for infrastructure for water services or sanitation in the city and with you know with funds and engineers and technocrats those are the people that the minister needed and and again i may stand up and say what was happening with the MMC, I mean the MEC of human settlements mm. in the in the province of Hauden? Was, was he there? What did they do? A mayor. You leave the your deputy minister, you leave your engineers, you leave the MEC, you leave the MMC, mm. and, and then you want to say the mayor was not there. For what? Mm. Mm. That's why I say these people like ceremonies and to be seen in front of cameras. And, and not doing the actual job on the ground. But this one, uh, as uh, by uh, 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 Mayor Guamanda, he was doing his job.
0: Um, in fact, uh, AUTA, the organization undoing tax abuse, Abuse, yes. um, they re- released a study uh, a couple of days ago yes. that says generally the water in the country is poo. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, human poo, animal poo, uh, there's chemicals even in some of the water, but generally we are in trouble even with our water.
1: Look, first, at some stage, South Africa water it was one of the few countries in the world mm. where consuming water from the tap was safe. We're safe. We, we used to post with this. I, I can't remember they called it IQ Blue, the certification of good water. Mpumalanga, as was leading in the world, yeah. the province of Mpumalanga, with IQ Blue if I'm correct, uh, with the certification of good water for consumption. And that mm-hmm. you get naturally. And I said, but we again, due to failure of maintaining mm. God-given natural resources and the infrastructure we had, to can give our people clean water, we failed. And it's it's across the board. This mm. water problem, we thought it's a man's only only few months back.
0: Even, even in Cape Town, the teacher's pet, Cape Everywhere. Town, the water apparently <laughs> is, is problematic.
1: Exactly. But but again, I have got a political view with this. Okay. There's something happening, and I think people should open their mind a little bit. You see, when there's crisis in this government or in this country, you must see how this crisis happened. Mm. It's the same thing, buildings burning, 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 burning. then it stop. Mm. Then it's water crisis, water crisis, water crisis. Then it's electricity crisis, then it's roads crisis. You can see that this whole thing, it may be perpetuated mm. or pushed by people who have vested interest to want to paint the government bad mm-hmm. and fail us. But the government is not helping itself as well by not doing the bare minimum yes, to can make sure that the opposition and those who are anti-government are not having ammunition to can attack the government. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean when this water issue happened in Hammanskran and it went public and all that, the, what did the government do to other areas that were not on the news? Now we get to know from outer to do a research, to do a study. If AUTA as an organization can put resources to can come up with that study. What is the Department of Water Affairs and Sanitation doing? Mm. To can come with and say, how come they don't know when an NGO is knowing? How come the government with all the taxpayers, salaried employees and experts, what were they doing? So it is the NGOs, the courts, the NPO's, who Mm. are doing what the government is supposed to do. Then the next thing, they jump and they take the government to court to say, we are going to force you to do what you are supposed to do. Mm. I would be embarrassed if I'm Sitting in the department and outer comes with a report. I don't say outer shouldn't have the government. And I don't say the government should, should also rely solely on government resources to can do the work. We need to stand up as civil society. We need to stand up as NGOs and assist the government. But when they're doing this, they're doing this to force. To criticize as well as to ridicule the efforts of the government, and and you know this 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 morning when I was coming to the studio, I got a message on my phone that uh, there's no electricity in my in my area, mm. and and I asked what's going on, and somebody sent a video of a substation burning mm. in Centurion, And I'm saying, guys, this has become fashionable. Every month, there's a substation that's burning somewhere. Are we sitting down and saying it's accidents? It mm. can't be. Mm. This accident's never happened for years. Mm. And suddenly, every month, there's a substation somewhere that must burn down. And there's no electricity in a certain area for three to four days. Mm. And then who's benefiting? I always ask, when there's crisis, ask yourself, who is benefiting. Follow
0: the money trail.
1: Follow the money trail. You will have an answer to your problem.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. There is a new political party. Yes, another one.
1: Yo? Uh, <laughs> I told you, the, the ballot paper had 600 and something mm. names because there's individual names, but we are sitting with over 50 political parties in South Africa. Registered political parties. Mm. Over 50. So what's the new one? Uh, the African... Hey, The, the name is very difficult. I don't know who coined that name. The African... Uh, the africa african reclaim it doesn't make sense there's no rhythm in that name there's too much africa So what is it africa
0: africans reclaim no but it's it's, it's obvious if it's, you if you have two a's in your, <laughs> in your name you're going to be right at the top you're of the battle paper. right at the top if they could have come up with uh, uh, a <laughs> or uh, three a's in the name they would have done that yeah
1: yeah, they've done it, but I think they will still be the top. Uh, I don't, I don't recall any party with two A's at the beginning, so they'll, they'll be the first party. And by the way, this political party is another breakaway from the ANC. Okay, it is the former umkonto, which is military uh, generals that uh, came obviously after 1994, who were generals, and and all the top rent of the party is the former generals of the South African uh, National Defence Force, retired generals, who mm. have been complaining and look, they've been talking about this thing for the last two years at least and uh, if not more, and they've been saying uh, the African National Congress is not doing what you know, was formed for, what mm. they fought for, what the guerrillas and cadres and comrades died for, and therefore they are now going to, uh, they've registered officially the political party. Uh, but remember, uh, uh, we never spoke about it. Two weeks ago, there was mm. also another one that is being registered, uh, the Umkhonto is a veterans, something, and MK is taking them to court. Uh, uh, for using the name of controversy, so the AAR, which is Africa, uh, African Africans, reclaim uh, party, is talking African nationalism, is talking about taking back the land, It's talking about everything that the ANC was formed for initially, and again. The ANC is imploding. The ANC is destroying. It's, it's eating itself. It's like cancer. Mm-hmm. It's eating itself because all these mushrooming political parties. And we saw that they have an impact. Look at what the ATM mm-hmm. is doing in Parliament. I mean, ATM is a one small party. I think with one or two seats in Parliament. But we hear the voice of ATM more than of 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 Zungula, more than we hear the IFP and other old parties of River and which are having you know bigger numbers and cope with their two seats. So. It, it, look, it's it's not going to be nice for the voter. I, I think this may actually say to the vote. some voters may say, I, I'm not going there. These people are wasting our time. Mm. Uh, uh, but we are going to see a mushroom of... In the last six months at least six political parties were formed and registered with the IEC. So it's every month we'll have a new political party, and we are less than 12 months Mm.
0: away from the national elections. Now, speaking of uh, veterans starting a political party, uh, a couple of days ago we lost um, Aziz Pahad. Yes, yes, and And and, and, I ask you about this because you worked in the diplomatic corps. Uh, Mandela sent you to Germany... Um, Becky sent you toward Rwanda and Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zuma sent you to Mozambique. On a special project. Uh, uh, we're waiting for you now, uh, President Ramaphosa. We have a diplomat with years of experience sitting here. 13 years fresh. But look, uh,
1: talking of
0: of Aziz uh, uh, Minister Aziz
1: Bahad. Yeah yes. I worked. What, I worked. What, I sat what, under what, him. Yeah, what
0: are your memories of working with Aziz Bahad?
1: Uh, uh, unofficially
0: yeah.
1: Parties and jokes. He was a party maniac. Yeah. He
0: loved partying
1: and and and, and, and but he was a very humble and he loved jokes. He was forever smiling. Mm-hmm. An expert in the Middle East. A history as well as politics in the Middle East and diplomatic relations. He wasn't expecting that.
0: No, in fact, remember he, when President Mbeki was unceremoniously recalled, he obviously walked off in a huff. Yes. But then yes. President Zuma sent him to, to the Middle East. Yes. Uh, to deal, to to deal help.
1: with. He, he was a specialist that it, yeah. it was his passion. He had passion in dealing with the Middle East crisis. Sure. And for all the years, I was 13 years at Deriko, for all the years I was there, and he joined Deriko a little bit later stage mm. after I was there. But for all those years, everything that had to do with the Middle East, particularly the interest of the Palestinian people mm. uh, with the aggression of Israel. You know, when when, when I, I vividly recall when the W. The, the, the Bush, uh, 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 you know, went to attack Iraq. Minister Minister uh, uh, Aziz Bahad was in the forefront. You know, he was deputy minister at the time, but he was in the forefront mm-hmm. dealing with these issues, addressing the United Nations. It's a loss to the liberation struggle. It's a loss to this country. One of the most seasoned, you know, uh, members of parliament and mm-hmm. MPs this country have ever had. And, and, you know, like I said, I'm one of the people who are privileged to have Travelled with him, worked with him, hosted mm-hmm. him at wherever where I was. But uh, again, it was shocking news this week when we got about the untimely death of, of Minister uh, Aziz Bahad. Mm. And, uh, and you know, one of the, that's one family also that served this country, you know, uh, with pride and dignity. And, sure. and and I want to say to people, get me one story in the media of this country where Aziz Bahad was found wanting or his hand in a cookie jar. One story. Go and find mm. it for me. Never. Mm. Never heard of one, mm. of Aziz Bahad being involved in corrupt activities. And that shows that there are people who serve the liberation movement and the country and with pride and dignity, without wanting to have their hands in a cookie jar or the kitty of the government. And, and, and may his soul rest in eternal
0: peace. Sure. Let's go to Keiser then and talk about uh, Chris Papas. Um, uh, Mayor in, uh, is it in Umgeni? Yes.
1: Is in Umgeni? uh, 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 In KZN. In KZN, yes. Yes.
0: Why is he in the news?
1: You know, when, when the news broke up, I always forget, that, because I call him Chris, yes. I, I always forget his purpose. But there was a Greek purpose in the old years who was involved in in drugs and problems. But okay. it has nothing to do with Chris purpose. Yeah. So that came into mind. But I saw the speech when the guy was elected to be the, the, the DA leader of KZN sure. and, and their premier candidate. But if you want to see how politics play, Exactly a day or two Mm -hmm. after the DA announced him as their premier candidate, scandals broke out. Mm -hmm. But the the long and the short is his uh, uh, wife... His partner. Yeah, uh, his partner. Well, the media regards him as the wife. I did not know, but I learned mm. something this week mm. that when you register same-sex marriages now, mm. uh, you must choose uh, which one is the wife. Are I you d- for real? Yes, is I it, learned. But, this but is it week.
0: necessary though?
1: Well, that's why there is an act of uh, marriage is being changed now yeah, to it's... remove the husband and wife issue because Absolutely. of the same-sex marriage. No, but remember now there's a law. Yeah. That says we marry husband and wife. Mm. So somebody must be the wife then. Okay. So the wife or the partner of mm. uh, uh, Chris Papas apparently, according to media reports and allegations, was actually working for the same uh, municipality.
0: Yeah, now.
1: And and now he is the mayor. You must remember he's a mayor, a solo-speaking white mayor mm. uh, in KZN. Now and, and, and I'm told he's a hard worker. Look. I, I followed the stories, and I think he has been doing well. Yeah. And I think his fluency. Remember we spoke about languages last mm. week. Mm. His fluency. Language is everything. His fluency in Zulu. I mean, yeah. he he goes and he addresses a meeting of donors or township people in Zulu, very mm. fluent, mm. And, as, he and he's, as he should. And he's very young. That's as where well. he's from. Yeah. And he's also very young. That's another nice thing. Yeah. The DA is showing other parties. The EFF has done to say you can deploy young people. Mm. You can deploy. I mean, he's in his thirties. He's a young guy. So there's story or the drama is he has appointed the spouse or the partner or the wife in a position of tourism, whereby this guy is having Contracts of tourism with their company, yeah. with the same KwaZulu Natal municipality and Umgeni, because that's a, that's a very big uh, a tourist mm. and, and tribal land around. So there's a lot of tourism money. So the partner now is on the news because apparently they've been swindling money. So again, it's symphony money. A- a- allegations. Yeah, it's, it's allegations. Alleged. Yeah, that's why I use mm. the word apparently they've mm. been doing that. And that's why uh, Chris Papas is in the news. The GA and Chris Papas must pray that these allegations are not true. Because if they are true, it's going to have a very, very bad impact on on them and on him as a person who has been loved by that area. For him to be elected a mayor
0: there, Mm.
1: it means the people at Covenants. And, and, And look, reports that we received in the past was that he is doing very well, especially for black people. Mm -hmm. But they were very smart to put a white mayor to serve the black people and he did it diligently and excellently well. But now if allegations come out to say, no, 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 this was a smokescreen. uh, The main chunk of their money was going through to uh, the spouse or the partner, then we are having a problem with it. But I think we should wait and see if there is meat on these allegations, if there's facts, and then and then and then we'll unpack it as as it unfolds. Because mm-hmm. it just came after he was announced as the DA leader in KZ. Sure.
0: What's happening in Ghana? Yeah, let's leave the country a bit. What's happening in Ghana? Uh, you want my honest opinion? You know, Ghana is the
1: black star of Africa, Mm. the first African country to gain independence led by uh, uh, Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, an Africanist. Mm. Remember, Ghana is also surrounded by these uh, uh, ECOWAS countries that have taken by military... The uh, coup uh, belt. The
0: coup, the, the coup, you call it the coup belt. <laughs> yeah. In fact, uh, Ghana is wearing a coup belt.
1: <laughs> 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 Around its head or waist somewhere. Yeah. So so uh, uh, the president of Ghana actually did something very embarrassing. Uh, there's a video that Secretary, okay, he had a meeting with his counterpart, or not even the counterpart he had a meeting a mm. diplomatic meeting bilateral meeting with the United States of America and the president of Ghana did not even meet Joe Biden mm. he didn't even meet the deputy the deputy receiving but he was meeting intelligence and military generals of the USA mm. and addressing them now you can see that his juncture was ready there mm. first of all there was 13 a, a trillion US dollars that was allocated to to Ghana okay uh, to assist it in securing its borders and all that. But what is threatening Ghana? The president of Ghana is saying, due to coups around us mm. or the coup belt around us. Our waste is getting, you know, uh, you know uh, shrink now. Mm. And therefore we need help. So he runs to the U.S.A., to say they can bring their military uh, 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 into Ghana in order to aid Ghana to protect their sovereignty Mm. against, number one, these uh, military leaders in Burkina Faso, Mali, Niger, and and others. That's the first thing. The Mm. second thing is they lament that these countries have been working with the Wagner uh, uh, missionaries uh, in that area, and therefore Ghana feels threatened. Mm. And my question is, what is the AU keeping quiet for? Why didn't he approach? He's actually, if I'm not wrong, uh, very close to the Nigerian president who's chairing the AU. Why is he not raising those matters mm. at the AU? Why is he jumping equal as the regional body to go and seek help from the United States of America that we know very well that once somebody calls America to say come and fire bullets and cannons and bombs, Americans get excited? They're
0: ready.
1: That. They are ready and they love it. And I think it's an embarrassment of the president of Ghana to go and seek military intervention. He's not even being threatened. He just said the presence of Wagner and the coups around the borders of Ghana are threatening his people. But, you know, I've been following the news from West Africa. The Ghanaian people are actually not happy about his contact. Mm. And I think the Ghanaian people should rebel and revolt against their president. I'm not condoning any war threat or what. But if an African leader and president Mm. goes and becomes an imperialist puppet, because he was there begging, you know, please bring arms. He is an imperialist puppet. He is no difference. (laughs) The the challenge and the problem we are sitting with is those military generals or captains in Burkina, in Milan, all that they rebelled and they toppled government of puppets mm. that were saving France. He goes to America to ask for help. Instead of condoning these youngsters to say you have chased out the puppets now uh, uh, let us establish democracies and elect people, he goes, he, he wants to endorse. That's why the president of Nigeria and the president of Ghana were the very first African Union leaders mm-hmm. who called for military intervention when there was a, a military coup in Niger. And, and you can, I don't think it's the threat. I think America needs a springboard. I think France the US and the UK they need a springboard in that area mm. to can counter the anti-west that or is the, growing the in Wagner that area. Group and the there. Wagner group from taking over and being mm. much more stronger. I think that's why And Ghana is playing into very unsafe hands. They are playing into the hands of Americans who are warmongers, who are war ready. And we know what America does when they go and put military camps in an area in a war starts. They destroy everything. Mm. Look at Libya today. Look at Afghanistan. Mm. Look at Iraq. Look at Iran. Wherever they live, they destroy. And I don't know why would the president of Ghana, respect country like Ghana uh, uh, in Africa, goes and plays into the hands of the American military and and, and saying they should come and establish them. We are trying to chase the Americans and their military barracks out of our continent so that we can resolve African affairs with African solutions. No, no, no. He's inviting them. It's it's a week ago where his counterpart in the DRC was telling the United uh, Nations, uh, 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 forces you know peacekeeping forces to pack and go mm. he goes and he does the opposite He calls another country that is known to be destroying and to like killing people yeah. to come and come and cut us We are threatened who is threatened Ghana? Mm. Who has threatened Ghana in those countries? Nobody has threatened Ghana. Actually, Ghana has never been to a war Ghana has never been to a war. Mm. They've got their freedom very well like Botswana, even mm. freedom They've never, who has threatened Ghana? Nobody mm. has threatened Ghana. Why is he paranoid? I don't think he's paranoid I think his imperialist handlers are handling him well. I saw it coming when they started giving 13 trillion US dollars to say Ghana needs help for economic development and mm-hmm. infrastructure and border security. Out of the blue America wakes up. It, it doesn't but I'm 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 very surprised that ECOWAS the regional economic body there mm-hmm. and the toothless African Union are quiet about the conduct mm. of one of the member states, who sure. can invite uh, uh, insurgents and in military country to come and, and 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 guard Ghana. Does Ghana mean they can not guard and take care of their own borders? Mm. Uh, they, they have to ask uh, uh, the big brother, uh, America, to come and assist them. The next thing, the British. Will say, but we are a former colony. We, mm. we, we can come and help. They will volunteer that help. We'll put up a base there. But they'll put up military bases. And and it's it's a very embarrassing, I must say, very disappointed mm. with mm. the president of Ghana. And I will not mince my words. He is an imperialist puppet. He conducts himself like that. You must watch the video, Fresh. Even the way he was talking. Mm. You could see like this guy is like his remote controlled. I lose respect for such leaders. Mm. And we should not we should not be afraid to call them what they are. Sure. Because the problem with us in Africa is this thing of adults are talking. You don't talk like that to an, a, a head of state. You must prostrate. You must, you, you, what do they call it? There must be some decorum. Take your and, and in to, your head. <laughs> yeah. And look, a puppet is a puppet, a traitor yeah. is a traitor, and the Ghanaian president where we are sitting is the puppet of the imperialism particularly the biggest imperialists of the world, who are the Americans. And
0: that's it. We should call it what it is. Mm. Um, The final story you wanted to focus on or talk about or touch on was um, the video that went viral of a gymnastics medal ceremony in Ireland where a little black girl was uh, racially ignored. Abused and ignored? uh, Yeah, because it's a whole bunch of kids... Uh, get in the medals. Gets to the black uh, child, literally ignores her, doesn't see her, yeah. goes to the next one, and you can tell this child was waiting for this medal. She was. She, too, uh, she even looks down the queue, yes. like almost saying, "I hope you've even forgotten about me." You know, you know, fresh.
1: Uh, the, the, unfortunately, we are closing on a set note. But that, that, that's uh, 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 the reason I wanted to bring this in yes, in sir. our discussion, is to highlight the level of racism in the world, white racism. Mm. And, and we should not be afraid to call racism white racism, because black people are not racist. Blacks can't be racist. Mm. We don't know. We welcome white people. We never saw them as whites. We saw them as human beings. Mm. Now, this poor girl, and one, one black child does well in international Gminas platform. This didn't happen recently. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you, it happened about uh, a year ago, sure. or if not two. The reason this resurfaced in the social media, it is because after that incident was put under the carpet Mm. by the Irish Gymnast Association, whatever it's called. The parents of this child, and I'm very upset and disappointed with those African parents, Mm -hmm. they wrote to the association in Ireland to say, if you do not punish the conduct and the behavior of that racist mm. adult who was handing over medals, who will report you to the International uh, Gymnast Association. Mm. I think it's sitting in Geneva, wherever. And that's why the story came up. But those parents, why do they want an apology from a racist person? Let me tell you, racism is a sickness. It mm. is in the bloodstream of white people. Even if they contain it or hold it back, but they are... Co- it came natural, and I'll explain to you why. Look at the... Be- Forget the who Who's racist, mm. look at all those camera people, international camera people who were taking photos of every little girl, and those are little girls mm. under 10, I think, mm. who were receiving medals. Even when they jumped that one, none of the other adults, camera people, you know, media people, jumped out of their chairs. The whole administration of the Irish... life carried on, life carried on, life as carried no on for everyone. Even, even, let me take it to another level Mm. Uh, uh, you know an African child this thing of obedience of not calling puppet puppet it's a problem we should have taught that child Mm. to pull that lady by the skirt and say hey come back I'm here Mm. give me my medal as well Mm. but because we are taught to respect adults Mm. we are taught to obey Mm. white people we are taught we are brought up and we see them as superior that's what colonialism has done to our minds we see them as superior people that child Mm -hmm. stood there there and behaved. I wish it was Botan's child. My, none of my kids will just stand there and watch. So that child behaved, mm. looked on the side, and you are correct. There were still four or five more mm. kids after. I think the poor child thought, when she is done, she'll
0: come back with money. Probably
1: there's a black medal, not a gold one, a black medal that they are looking for somewhere to come and give me back. No, no, no. Everything continued as normal. Mm. But let me tell you the worst and the danger to the world. The, the white kids, who were next to that child, they also behave normal. They're one of us. Remember these kids are children. They're mm-hmm. not supposed to see black and white. Mm-hmm. But I'm showing you how racism is entrenched into the minds of white people as they grow up. Mm-hmm. To say these white kids who are colleagues to this little girl, they didn't say anything. The one who was receiving next to have said teacher or master, professor, hey, you jumped my you colleague. Forgot you forgot Pallessa You forgot No, 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 no. They continued as normal. This kids saw it normal that she was jumped. Why, mm. why would that happen? It's not a mistake. Mm. Now the Irish uh, association come and say the, the family has asked for apology from them. But the family is not asked for apology. The family must actually go ahead. And ask that lady to be dismissed and asked that association I to think, be banned.
0: I, I think they did say that she was let go of, yes. if I'm not mistaken. Yes.
1: But, but for the Irish, remember fresh, when that incident happened, there was management of that event. Mm. Understand? There was leadership of the Irish Gymnasts Association sitting there. They saw it. Mm. The, what did they do at that moment? Sure. None of them could get out of their sofas and comfort racist chairs to go and correct that, even if they are not happy that a black girl is receiving a medal, mm. but correct it in their in the eyes. You know, pretend mm. to be doing the right thing instead of humiliating. You know this thing now, it's international media, international mm. platform. Mm. A very famous American gymnast even wrote, very young girl the road to this one to say she was hit when she was hit. Imagine what is it going to do Mm. to the life and the future of this young girl. Mm. Because it will forever be on on social media and on records. And I think the family and the international body must actually ban the Irish and participation in international platform for a certain period, not forever. We can't punish
0: them forever. Isn't that drastic, though?
1: Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Racism
0: is the worst form of crime. Nothing can be worse than racism. Because because I say, yes, maybe sanction the management or, you know, whoever runs uh, the association. But now you're punishing the kids. No, 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 no.
1: <laughs> so we must punish their kids for the sins of their
0: parents
1: Jeez. that's what we must that's how you taught people to do things right mm. it's the same thing as if my father mm. who is a pastor sure. at some stage in life stole church money and bought me a Toyota Crescida and I'm sitting comfortably driving that Toyota Crescida with the church money mm. then we are saying no 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 the church must just punish my father for, for five years and I must continue driving this no, 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 no. They must make sure that I feel the pain for benefiting from proceeds of theft. So the children of Ireland must feel the pain for benefiting mm. from the racist proceeds of their parents. It's happening with Russia. Russia is banned from Olympic international. Why are we not saying, no, no, but you are punishing athletes from Russia because of putting political position. Why are we not saying that? Why in this instance? We want to say, let them participate and benefit. Uh, uh, we won't pay salaries of their management, or their management team must be fired. We can't do that. Mm. It's a collective. It's a nation. You know, it's a collective.
0: I, I, th- I think it's harsh. I think they've learned a lesson, and I think they've learned a lesson because they, nobody wants this kind of attention. Mm. And, and, and And I don't think they want to have this kind of attention again um so they must hire you to be their spokesperson the irish in south africa fresh can be their spokesperson is but
1: for me i believe in hard stance. that's why i'm supporting incidents of what is happening and, in and if the anything
0: chorus. there's also a teachable moment that we need to make racism unacceptable Anyway, like it it, 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 it it must be a situation where you're embarrassed It's even to, yes. be, to, should to be, be racist yes it you should must be. you must be
1: embarrassed look how beautiful our country is mm. what nearly destroyed South Africa? It's racism. Okay, at the moment, we are dealing mainly with corruption. Mm-hmm. We understand, But it's racism nearly destroyed this country, you know, of four seasons, of, of it's a beautiful nation. It, and it was racism at the core of this whole thing. It's racism. When we started conversing today, mm-hmm. I spoke about how allocation of houses in South Africa or locations or it's is based on race and it's mm-hmm. continuing. So mm-hmm. racism is very evil. It's, it's, it's inhuman. Hmm. And, and and earlier on you mentioned of uh, how these big countries that talk big of racism, they don't have it
0: as, 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 as a law that says oh, racism. That, that hate speech is, hate is speech. not a crime in a lot of these countries. Yes. you understand? Yeah. In, fact, in fact, hate speech is not a, 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 a crime in most countries, exactly. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, exactly. So, so, so if we don't
1: legalize that, we don't put that to be legislation whereby racism and hate speech like we have in South Africa mm. are serious crimes, and they should be very serious crimes. It's not going to happen. You know, that thing called... What do you call it? Crime and that Crime engineer, yes. Yeah, and, and you must see the sentences for that: five hundred rents mm. that you called a person with this, or one thousand rands. I, I mean, it's not uh, the punishment towards racist utterances. Mm. Uh, uh, they must be leveled at, you know, walking along the lines of humanity because you are taking the person in me. Mm-hmm. We are taking the generation and the family and my people. My humanness. My humanness. So mm-hmm. it is a human element uh, to, to, be, to behave and conduct yourself in a racist manner. But really to the Irish... You know, uh, I'm very disappointed that they allowed that. Uh, uh, I'm a Pan-Africanist, and one of the relationships we had in Pan-Africanism was with the IRA, mm-hmm. you know, fine, uh, uh, fighting along the lines. They even funded and trained some of the Abla guerrillas. And, and now we are still sitting with Ireland mm-hmm. uh, 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 that, is, that is practicing racism and they allow it to go. And they were supposed to stand up as a country mm-hmm. and not allow us to condemn them. They must own up, as you say, Nobody wants to be in the limelight for such. Sure. So the government and the people of that country should have actually started and protested and say, let this management go. We don't allow this under our flag. But they are not doing it. They are continuing to enjoy
0: their good Irish whiskey. No, because generally life goes on. I think, butsan you also need to understand that unfortunately, especially in, in Europe, as much as a lot of our people are risking life and limb crossing the Mediterranean trying to get to Europe, a lot of them don't want us there. Yeah. A lot of us, a lot of them don't like us, mm. uh, and a lot of them don't see us. Like, they don't literally, uh, on the hierarchy of people you see and acknowledge, uh, we're not on that list. A- exactly. And, and, and and you know, for us to want them to accept us in their spaces, it's a different story you're going to come to Africa and think you're going to treat you me like you don't man. see me. But if you're not going to see me in your own country, sometimes a part of me feels like, and I mustn't force myself into that space. Well, we have grown a thick skin. You know, I've lived in Europe. We have grown a thick
1: skin against yeah. racism. Mm. And it's partially accepting to say white people in Europe are racist and they hate Some, us. some people. Uh, well, look, I'll, I'll reserve my comment to that. But <laughs> uh, if there are 100 people and 90 are racist. Mm-hmm. Everybody's racist because there's five void or this 10, if they are not attacking, mm-hmm. you know, there's a Pan Africanist saying to say, if white people claim to love us and to be on our side, when we go and we beat up the racist one, mm-hmm. these ten ones who are on our side, they must join us to beat their brothers and sisters who are racist. Then I will believe that they are on our side. understand? If you don't do that, if I'm on the street and mm. some five racist people are beating me up mm. and another, in inverted commas, non-racist white person crosses, he must take bricks and stones and knopkills to murder their brothers. That that will be a sign to me to say this person is not racist, doesn't see me as black. Mm. He sees me as a human being who needs to be defended and aided. For as long as that does not happen, mm. for as long as the Africaners in Orania do not come and join us to chase... Anglo-American and, and all these mining companies who are looting our minerals. Because these people, these Africaners in you know normal commons, they're not benefiting from these mines. Mm. They own their farm there, this, there. The imperialists from Japan, from Europe, from the Americas are looting our minerals. Mm. And the Africaners, when we say we want land, they think we want their farms. No, 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 We want productive economic land, all the land, and they must come and fight on our side. Mm. Like they did when, when they fought the Anglo-Boor war. Mm. Why did at that time the, the Boers had black people on their side fighting the British? Why? When it suited them. It suits us now that the Boers in South Africa must team up with us to fight imperialism, to fight Mm -hmm. exploitation of racism, to fight exploitation of our minerals, until white South Africans do not see us as a nation to fight together, then we won't defeat racism. That's the only way. They brought racism in, not us. We shouldn't be fighting to correct it. Let them correct it and fight with us on the same side.
0: Mm, we have bigger things to worry about, we, we, like, we, like,
1: like, like tribalism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, have, we have tribalism. And I, I'm more worried about this country. I'm not even worried about racism anymore. Mm. I'm more worried inside about corruption. Mm. Trust me, corruption in this it's country the bigger enemy right now. is the bigger enemy at the moment.
0: Mm. You know? But I think let's wrap it up. Thanks, my brother, yes, sir. and thanks
1: to the, to the followers and the viewers.
0: Where do we find you on social media?
1: Uh butsangm at gmail.com and we can also go on social media handles. I've tried to keep them the same one at Botang M. Sure. And then I can also be reached on zero eight two four eight five nine one zero zero at hashtag
0: buta Hashtag Polytrix. We are done for this week. We do it again next week. Coming to you from Amp Studios, downtown Johannesburg, shout-out to Africa Podcast Network, Pezulu Works for the Cinematography, our audio imaging specialist artist, The Flo Fraser, and our guest, Bozang Mui. Shout-out to our creative producer, Kuvesh Mohan, show producer, Geletso Mudisa King, and you can email us at waw at africapodcastnetwork.com. Have a great political week in spite of yourselves.